Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It's Comics Corners, y'all. Uh, as always, yeah, worst of Pat, Uncle P, in here, as well as production extraordinaire, the one and only Sean. Hello, everyone. And we got a lot to talk about today. I mean, news-wise, even, it's going down. We, we'll start off with, we'll start off with good news, because Falcon and Winter Soldier fucking crushing right off the rip first episode was awesome Uh, amazing i mean i don't even know i could just go scene by scene there were a couple things that i was telling you before we started that i was like a little annoyed about because i felt like i came up with solutions immediately (laughs) but we'll get to those later um that first opening scene where one we get bat track the leaper back aka George St. Pierre, GSP. So the last time we saw him was in Captain America Winter Soldier uh-huh. when Nick Fury sent those terrorists. Oh, that was him. To yeah, hijack yeah. that boat. Okay, I knew he looked familiar. Forgot about he, that. He's like a longtime Captain America villain yeah. that they used in one of the new Disney Spider Man shows a lot as like a very comedic foil. Oh. Because he's like, He's a French guy who's really his only skill is to be able to jump. He's a leaper. Like it's not like he has like any real skills. Is that like a French frog reference? Yeah. Like? It's just like, <laughs> um, but it's nice. I'm glad they brought him back because it is one perfect guy has a French accent, knows how to fight, doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> it's ideal. It really is. And he does he does a good job at being a menacing villain and he got away didn't he he gets away yeah he got away on this first episode because spoilers i was gonna say this whole thing by the way spoilers i'm gonna be talking theories i got all sorts of things in my mind because i definitely think we see batrock come back when they've already released that uh mandrapur which is my this is what i'm most excited about mandrapur which is an island off the coast near Singapore. It's an X-Men. It's like a criminal getaway type place that's just like Casino Island. It's for mutants that are just either displaced in time or are criminals or hiding out. And that's definitely on the show. Okay. Because there's an episode, I think, called Trip to Mandapore. Oh, you already know the episode names? There's some episode names that have been released. Gotcha. And this is like from my speculation and some online speculation of things. But, dude, I'm just so hyped for that because I think we're going to start. We're slowly working mutants in. Yeah. We're slowly incorporating the mutant butter into this dough, like which I'm happy about because when you dump it all in, it fucks that up. Yeah. But that slow pour gets it working It's like baking. In a sense, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it just... Because I don't even... What I heard through the grapevine, is what I call the internet, um, that Marvel's looking to do a movie called The Mutants first. So not even The X-Men, which I think is a good... It's a good idea. Okay. It's going to be a Marvel studio? It's going to be... Because now that Marvel owns all of it, it's going to be full in-house. Like I'm sure it's probably 10 years down the road at this point, but... At one point, dude, on my 40th birthday, I might get to watch the, the, <laughs> the Marvel, Marvel Studio Studios X-Men, X-Men and I'm going to be the happiest human Hopefully, being. It, it's, I hope it's worth the wait. <laughs> no, um, and it's funny, too, because getting back to WandaVision, even talking about, oh, you know, they might 
introduce the mutants, you know, Quicksilver's on it. Totally just uh, red herring. Red herring, big time. Yeah, and uh, and now like now Winter Soldier. All right, no, we're definitely gonna do it this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean they might. Yeah, it, they probably will. I think it's gonna just be slow little cameos of things at first, and it's gonna be characters that are background stuff that don't even get an explanation. And if you kind of know, you're like, oh, oh my god, it was. Dude, it you're, was a mutant. you're falling right into Kevin Feige's plan. He wants everybody to just speculate like crazy, and then just and then just like give you blue balls. That's what we all did on fucking WandaVision. I it's know. like everyone's like, I can just see him being like, yeah, I got him, I got him this time. Oh, he's just the long con of him right now. <laughs> long con. is fucking beautiful. This dude's on Ocean's uh, thirty, dude. <laughs> like his his game plan is so far out there that he has movies. I bet. 15 years into the future yeah disney plus is like or the, he goes to disney plus being like hey listen i really want to like get these marvel fans excited about x-men oh, yeah but i'm gonna take my time with it and they're oh, like son of a bitch i'm in dude just teasing <laughs> just playing with the balls the whole time <laughs> he's like you'll get your mutants one day <laughs> one day maybe, when i say so maybe when the fantastic four come <laughs> which you also have to wait on yeah but no Back to that opening scene, them on the plane. Beautiful. I thought it was shot amazing. Yeah. It didn't look crazy CGI. It did kind of look real. Um, he ends up using Red Wing. Yeah. So they turn it into a droid instead of a real bird, which obviously. Yeah. A well, real they, bird would have been ridiculous. They used him in, uh, I think it was, was it Winter Soldier? No, it was no, it was Civil War. Civil War then. Okay. Like in that opening scene. I was going to say Oh, they uses did. from like recon. They stuff. did use yeah. it for recon. I totally forgot about that. I feel like he didn't call him Red Wing in that movie though. He must have, but I maybe mean, he did. Maybe he changed the name. I don't know. But I just thought it looked everything looked really clean. And then you jump over into the Bucky stuff, and I like the whole Bucky storyline of him just being ton of PTSD. Yeah, this dude's brain has to be so fucking fried. It's unreal. And the only guy, and it's, I'm like, why is he hanging out with this, with this old guy? And then you find out a little bit more to it, but it's like, oh, well, he's an old guy. He's a hundred yeah. years old. I mean, he, he feels uh, more comfortable with older people, I bet. Talking to them, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, talking about things that he knows about are like, <laughs> dude, you grew up in 1920. Dude, I can't believe he left that real cute girl hanging at the sushi <laughs> bar, you know, like I, they were playing Battleship. They were hitting it off. Dude, but she hit him with that speech. I know. That, I mean, it triggered. Yeah, definitely triggered his, him. But that dude has to be. She'll be back. That dude has to be triggered by absolutely everything. <laughs> he was brainwashed for fifty years. Yeah. Like, how, how do you even come back from that? And not only that, and the fact that he like remembers it all. Brainwashed for fifty years, and then also almost immediately after they were like, "Hey, dude, we got rid of the brainwashing." They were like, "Boom." You're gone for another five. Yeah. Just gone. Well, and then he like mentions to the shrink about it. He's like, well, I had a little bit of time where I got to like just chill in Wakanda. That yeah. didn't last long. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> Fucking Thanos showed up. And... Yeah, you were in Wakanda for what, like a year? He was just chilling. He was like he was like a shepherd. He was just hanging out like in the hills with the sheep, man. Yeah, he was. That dude was just trying to survive and not murder anyone for yeah. an entire year. He just year. wanted to relax and, and decompress. And he was able to do so for maybe all of 30 seconds. Yeah, and then and then guess what? A giant war literally came to his front door. Yep, to, yeah, literally his front door. That Which, was sick though when they like open up the case uh, and there's his arm. Oh, <laughs> like he was just chilling with one arm. The I whole think time. Winter Soldier. I think Marvel was so smart to capitalize on getting Sebastian Stan, like a good actor that was 
relatively unknown at the time. Yeah. And capitalizing on making him like a bigger actor and like he has great presence. Him and Anthony Mackie have a great chemistry yeah. on and off screen. I think that's just like those two together are a good two people to have like lead a new Avengers or be the ones that train a young Avengers or figure out something, be mentors in that way. Yeah, they're gonna be hanging around the uh the timeline for a while for sure. You can yeah. tell. And I don't think hope. <laughs> and I, well, and I don't think that those dudes are charging Disney an arm and a leg. It is the other like financial thing. Like yeah. fucking uh how much do you think uh oh my god R- Robert RDJ Downey? was getting, yeah, yeah a lot of money. It, like that dude was probably Tony Stark money. Real Tony Stark money. <laughs> It's like even same with Chris Evans. And those guys were in it a lot more and a lot longer. Where it's like, yeah, Bucky was in the first Captain America. He's been in all the Captain Americas, Mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. But he hasn't really been. He's like a he's a smaller character. People dig him though, and uh, it's very cool that you know we've already kind of seen that Zemo is going to come back and looking mm-hmm. more like Zemo with the hood and the crown. With the actual, yeah, I was so happy and to that, see they him. They got have, the same actor, right? Yeah, it's still Daniel Bruhl. Yeah, who from Inglorious Bastards, <clears throat> but he's a super good actor, and there's just so much fucking shit that could come from this. It's going to be awesome, man. Like I think we're going to get some cool random villains. Yeah. That jump into the foreground and i like that marvel's keeping villains around a little bit more now it's not every villain's killed off at the end of the movie because that fucked so many things up to be like i think they're gearing towards a thunderbolts which is in avengers but bad guys yeah i ran by zemo Mm -hmm. so it's like i think they're kind of gearing up for that and now that they're keeping these and you have Ghost. You have Abomination. Yeah. Who? So who's the? What's the name of the rogue like um, organization that the one soldier is like tracking? The flat something flag. Uh, no flag smashers. Flag smashers. Yeah. Yeah. So flag smashers in the comics was originally one guy who his dad was a fucking uh, ambassador for ultra random, possibly made up comic country. tight. Thank you. Uh, and his dad dies while he's abroad. So this dude's whole plan is to get rid of countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't really... Well, and it was cool how they tied in the whole thing with the blip. It was like, oh, they thought it was better when there was less thought, people. So now they've kind of... I think the main one is a female actor is like kind of the lead of it. Um because I know they were saying they did a gender swap on it. Okay. But now it's more of an organization than before it was just one guy. What was his name? Do you remember? He was Flag Smasher. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's what, what they called him. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what they, they just called him Flag Smasher. And he was just, you know, a villain for Captain America. But now I think they're like, all right, what makes sense? Because one guy doing this would be dumb. But a bunch of people who lived through the blip saw how things were. <laughs> And we're kind of like, I don't know, dude, maybe Thanos was right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? talk about children of Thanos right there. That really <laughs> is like, they're kind of sympathizing with it. Sympathizers, and yeah. And it's like, all right, I mean, I I guess you could probably make a pretty strong argument. It's so funny. You can totally see that with the, like, when they're originally coming up with that character, you know, Jack Kirby or whoever was probably, it's like, well, what does Captain America stand for? The flag. Well, so who would be his enemy? Flag smasher? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Flag burner, and yeah. they're like, we can't do we flag can't, can't burner. Do that. 
flag stomper? No. Can we smash a flag? And they're like, I th- I don't think there's a law against no. that. That's and it's fine. A, and smash is a good comic book word. Yeah, so. smash is a very comic book word as well. Um, so I think they're going to be one of the main villains, but someone brought up a good point in the fact that in that first episode, you saw that some of the Flag Smashers had super strength. Yeah, yeah. So with Zemo, his biggest thing is he hates superhumans. Right. So it makes a lot of sense for him to want to stop the Flag Smashers because somehow they're getting these powers. The Super Soldier Serum, possibly? Well, it's either either that. uh, It's either a diluted version of Super Soldier Serum. So something coming from a potential like Weapons Plus program where Wolverine and Deadpool and all them are from, or from a defunct like U.S. version of it, which would have to be like an underground type thing anyways. Um, That, or in the comics, there's a character called the power broker who basically give drug dealer, but the drugs give you powers. Oh yeah. Classic. Yeah. So he can kind of either give you like one dose type stuff, or he can give you like a permanent type thing. And first taste is free. Exactly. So it's (laughs) like, I'm, I think it'd be really cool if somehow that came into play and it was them trying to take down someone like power broker that was giving making powers readily available and figuring out some way to do that. Cause I mean, if you just come up with a couple shitty versions of super soldier serum, which one guy figured out in 1940. So it's like, come on, no one else thought of this. They can make it a little better. Even we have, we've had multiple spaceships land on earth. (laughs) No one can come up with this. Well, the, one of the final things I want to talk about, uh, Falcon winter soldier is that, New Captain America that shows up at the end. Yeah, dude. U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Okay, that's what they call him? Um, I have a feeling they'll call him, Cap- try and call him Captain America, but in the comics, I've equated, and a lot of other people have equated him to U.S. agent, which was a character after Captain America retired. In the comics, they were like, I don't know if the country's ready for a black Captain America, so they don't let Falcon do it. In the comic books. In the comic books. Oh, so they are borrowing a lot of stuff from yeah. the books here. Awesome. So they get this guy, and this guy kind of ends up going off the rails. You, you can already tell it's not going to end well, but, but they're going to bring in that racial element probably. I, It'll well, be talked about next There's not only that, but there's also a character, and I'm totally not going to remember his name, but he was actually a African-American uh he was a black U.S. soldier that they tested the drug on first because they were like, all right, let's, in case this kills him, back in 1940, they were like, let's test on this black guy. <laughs> That's brutal. Yeah. I mean, but that was like the, that, there's a comic, it's called, the comic's called The Truth. I was just kind of uh, watching something about it. But yeah, it's literally this dude who got the serum before Captain America. It worked. They kind of cut him loose or whatever. They were like, all right, fuck it. Let's try it on a white guy. Dude, I can't handle the truth. <laughs> That's really it's, messed up. But but that character, I think, is going to be in Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. I think, I forget what his name is, but I know the comic run for it was called The Truth. When did that come out? Um, Based on the artwork, I would say it was probably 
in the 2000s, mid 2000s. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is just like a cool thing that it adds more backstory to Captain America that you're just kind of like, cool, you can bring in all these characters now and you can really, they can touch on that racial issue, which I know they're probably trying to touch on in this show for sure. You know what I mean? It just kind of had that tone of like trying to at least make that a frontal issue in the whole show. But something, one thing I had to critique on it Go before it. we switch over and do the bad news of the week. Oh no. Um, when he goes to the fucking bank, dude, and they don't give him the loan, I appreciate it and I get it because it's talking about actual hardships people are feeling that in current state, as well as like, oh, if you were gone for five years and you have no record of working. And well, and then with the fact that they mentioned the blip again, they go, there was a lot of people that just obviously came back out of nowhere and they all wanted money. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's like, yeah, everyone's fucked. The way he said it, the way he worded it, he goes, yeah, things tightened up. And it, uh, yeah, I mean, and it makes sense. But here's my thing you are the Falcon, dude. First off, call Pepper Potts. Yeah. Call. Make a one call. Call some. You know somebody, dude. Call Rhodey. Like, Rhodey definitely has some, like, some money lying around somewhere, dude, that he can shell out. Or, God forbid, dude, hit a GoFundMe. <laughs> You're the fucking Falcon from the goddamn Avengers. You saved the world. I mean, we we got five bucks on Patreon. I think yeah. you could get some. I think <laughs> you could get some money. You you helped save the world on multiple occasions, and all you want is to fix your dog shit boat up. <laughs> it's not like you're like, oh, I need a hundred million dollars. You're like, I just want like fifty grand yeah. <laughs> to fix my boat. If someone could even just come fix my boat, I'd be fine with that. You know, it's and then there's the whole family squabble with his sister, and it's like I get they need to do that, I, but um, I really that actually also really annoyed me because she kept dogging his ass on being like, well, you weren't here, and it's like I was snapped away. Yeah, what do you? I, I didn't. I didn't leave. I didn't just <laughs> go to Europe for five years or just fucking fuck off in Las Vegas or something getting high. I was. Literally disintegrated by a intergalactic warlord. <laughs> and miraculously, I came back. And I can't even get a fucking bank loan. And I can't <laughs> even get a bank loan. And you're on my ass about this shit? <laughs> Lady, fuck you. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. You know, trouble in the... Uh, and I know it's really funny, though. I caught, too. I think they're going to play this angle, too. His nephews, and they call him Uncle Sam. Uh, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that could be a little America vibe. There. Uh, another little Easter egg is that kid who shows him the flag smasher stuff the first time. Yeah. I forget his name. Not great with names. Openly honest about that. But he actually becomes the Falcon in the comic book. Oh, does he really? After Sam Wilson takes up the Captain America mantle. Gotcha. So I wouldn't be surprised if at some point towards the end of the season, my boy pops on a little wingsuit and uh Yeah, he's okay. He's our you know, I've only seen him in the one episode, so you know we'll what see he how reminds he me turns of? out. He looks like the kid from the Teen Wolf MTV TV show. I didn't watch it. <laughs> it was a good show. Well, it seems like a show you would enjoy. Uh, it was it was alright. But no, it was no OC. We'll get on to some what I'm gonna say is not so good news. 
and it's called Justice League <laughs> Zack Snyder Cut. <laughs> Fuck you. Actually, it's called Zack Snyder's Justice League. Lots it's called of- Who the Fuck Has Four <laughs> Hours for This Shit. Uh, all right, so lay it on me. I haven't Dude. watched it yet. Spoilers, everybody. All right. So, but here's the thing. Not really if you saw the first one. <laughs> if you saw it four years ago. So did they keep any of the original footage, or how did that work? So they just used Zack Snyder footage on this movie. And then they reshot, which I believe they reshot about $40 million worth of reshoots. So this movie now has to cost three hundred plus million dollars to make. And it's just some people like it. I get if you were watching it scene by scene and were breaking it down, comparing them, you'd go, oh, well, yeah, this four hour cut of it is obviously better because it's you get more dial, you get more detail, you get more shit. First off, there's no talking for the first 10 minutes. Yeah, I remember you telling me No that. one talks. It's just dead silent. And then all these scenes are just so dumb to me that, like, the, the Wonder Woman scene, for example. In Justice League, it seems like it's a bank robbery, right? It's not a bank robbery. It's these terrorists that want to send England ba- or send Western Europe back a thousand years. Yeah. And their way to do it is to blow up four square blocks. And it's like, do you think that would send Europe spiraling back a thousand years? Dark ages. Four blocks were just destroyed. Were they like power grids or something? I mean, even if they are, it's not like the whole world would be like, Oh, well, they blew up the power grid. I forgot how to make it. Oh, I got a generator. Yeah, like, <laughs> it just, it's so, and then they give her more powers like super speed and shit, but she does this blocks a automatic like machine gun or something. This guy's about to mow down a whole line of kids and people. Blocks and every bullet. She runs through and blocks it all with her like the wrist guards. That's like some, that's some Barry Allen shit. That's the flash's territory. It, and know. it's just, it she looks can't move that fast. It looks so fucking dumb with her using the little like wrist guards to do it. Cause you're just like, it looks like she's almost punching herself in the foot. Sorry on the mic. Uh, <laughs> it almost looks like she's like punching herself on in the face the whole time that you're just like, what are you doing? Like, this is not how this would work. And then she just kills the guy. Okay. Which I'm like, all right, this is amazing already. Uh, Bruce Wayne goes to get Aquaman. He has to ride a horse there. Yeah. Which I've never understood that concept of like, why would that be the only way you can get to this village is by horse? You see like a car drive by him on his horse. (laughs) Like a truck almost hits him on the side of the road. Um, But he goes to this bar. He's got the little Amish buggy. (laughs) He goes to this bar and he's like, I'm looking for this one man, which you've clearly seen because you saw him at the end of Batman vs. Superman, but whatever. So you know what the guy looks like. So that guy's standing right next to the leader of the town, (laughs) translating, and the leader of the town's like, we don't know who you're talking about. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if amongst all these malnourished people, if the only absolutely jacked fucking guy <laughs> could be the guy you're looking for. 
And granted, let's like, let's not forget he you've also seen a picture of him. You saw a video of him rest doing something in the water. So I'd immediately be like, "Hey, you're the guy. I need to talk to you." I'm Batman. I don't think anyone here knows about me. <laughs> anyone in this town gets a newspaper. Yeah. Batman? Have you heard of Batman? I'm really rich. Kind of, kind of a big deal. I'm a really big deal. <laughs> um, Superman's dead. It's just, it's not good. It picks up towards like the end of it, and you get some better step. Steppenwolf looks better. It's all green screen. So everything looks so digital Yeah. as you're going through it. And there's just changes that you're like, oh, you didn't need to make that. Like it almost looks like a video game like cutscene or something. It really does. But not look as like, good. It looks like a video game cutscene for a lot of it, and it's like, yeah, seeing Darkseid is fine, but it's unfortunately, it's once you've seen Thanos, what the fuck do I care about Darkseid? Yeah, Darkseid's just more gray. Thanos is just dark side with more color. And that's the thing that bugs me too. It's like, I guess I, I get, you always have to like up the ante on the big villain for the big movie, which is justice league, you know, the big team up, but it's like, you know, that it's already been done. The bar's already been, that's already been hit. And that it's, the, it's doing something different. I mean, what was his plan? It was, he going to wipe out half the population too? Like he was, Oh, he was just going to destroy earth or just everyone. Okay. Yes, that, really up to the ante on that one. Yeah. And it, but it's at the same time, you're like, dude, this just doesn't, there's no stakes to it. It's just kind of something that you're like, um, yeah, I know this, like how this ends. I've already seen this movie. I'm just seeing extra stuff. You get to see Martian Manhunter. Oh, really? Yeah. But that's cool. I'm like, I'm yawning, by the way. That was that sound. That's, that's, yeah. that's how bored I that's am. That's how this bored of this movie. Trash movie that I haven't seen. Yeah, but I want to see uh, D, any DC lovers out there. Any, any uh, big, big Justice League, Zack Snyder, Dick Riders. Hit us up on Instagram. We'll I, talk. I was going to say, we'll have you on the show. I want to. What I did start watching, though, so I got HBO Max. Turns out I was already logged in on someone's account. Nice. Shout out whoever this is because I actually don't know who it is. Um, But I'm on their account, and I've been watching. What name pops up when you you enter in? It's Lindsay, Rhonda, and Amy. And you don't know any of these people? No. Awesome. Yeah. That's sick. So you got it. You definitely got this from like someone else, and that's like their family. Yeah, this is like this is a third party. Oh yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm so deep (laughs) on whoever's this is. This is like a friend of a friend of a friend, right? And I started watching Titans on HBO Max. Yeah, is that any good? So Zach had watched it and told me takes about five episodes into season one to start really getting into it and for it to start picking up. So you know what I said? Fuck it. Straight to five. Straight to season two. Or season two. <laughs> and it's 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 pretty good. It's not bad. They It's crazy because it is like an HBO show where Jason Todd is just like yelling into cameras like, Titans are back, bitch. Oh, uh, they try to make it a little edgy. Yeah. It's, I mean, but it's like certain people make it edgy. There's, it's not always necessarily like everyone just cursing for the sake of it. It's definitely people just like saying shit to be like, what the fuck are you doing here? And it's it's more natural. Jason Todd, whoever that actor or character, like his presence in the show is just very annoying. Oh, okay. Because they're trying So what to, do you give it out of 10? I would give that 7 out of 10. Okay. I could definitely, I'm going to continue watching it. Like, How I many fuck, seasons are there? There's two seasons, okay. and season three is about to drop. I was gonna say it couldn't have been out for that long. I just remember when that came because it's a is it an HBO Max original? 
it started on that DC streaming network. Gotcha. The failed one. Very failed. And it at, and the only a, thing that thing was good for is that if you paid the subscription, you, you got could read comics. All like the entire DC database. Like it was pretty sick. Maybe not the entire database, but but it's like for that price, they just didn't have. I wish I could just buy that from some like a consolidated version of that on my Fire Stick. If someone knows an app that just has like comic, like is there a Comicsology app you think? You can read online comics. Yeah, where I can just um, read. My, you know, I had a buddy asking me about online comics the other day. I'm like, I know next to nothing about them. <laughs> um, I'm sure there are certain subscription um, things you can get. Because I know it's a lot probably of something partnered with Amazon, to be honest. Well, and you get it right on your Kindle. I was gonna say, I know a lot of it too. Is do people still use Kindles, by the way? I don't. Or it's, I should just say a tablet, because I don't think the Kindle would really register the the pictures very well. Yeah, but I was gonna say, I know there's like apps like Comicsology and stuff where you can buy comics and like read them digitally but i wish there was more of a subscription that you could do that i didn't have to buy every comic individually because that's where it starts to get just as expensive as buying regular comics it's true that's why i've been buying like the collections you know like it's you get that like a full run of 10 to 12 books and it's like it's kind of a nice little snapshot of that point in time. It even has like the years and on there. It's nice because those have complete stories too. Complete stories. Uh, there, and there's also like um, I'm I'm such a sucker for like like bonus stuff like um, just like original sketches. Oh yeah, like the like just, just the just the penciled version of the cover. Like they have yeah. stuff like that at the end of the book, and I love that. Yeah, those are always like really interesting to look at. And like I said, when you're buying individual comics, there's nothing more disappointing than getting a book that you're like excited for. And it's just all like no action. It's just all in between stories. It's shit. a lead up. Yeah, yeah, it's a lead book. up book. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's a shame. Well, um, we should talk about this Marvel year by year. We're gonna get back into this Dude, book. I'm I'm grabbing the book, man. What year? What we gotta pick a year. So we have. I did a little random number generator, um, and so we already did 91 last week for those that tuned in. So. Thumb through it, we could either do 63, 75, 41, or 84. I, I might go for something like 75, maybe. You want to do 75, know. dude? Let's 63. We'll thumb through it, see what we got here. Dude, I'm going to give, yep, I'm already. 75, looking pretty good. Dude, 75, honest to God, this is a very topical page already. Is it Giant Size X-Men? There's one of the X-Men. So. It says the X-Men are reborn. It's got to be. Yeah, we get, let's see, in February, first appearance of Multiple Man, Fantastic Four, coming at you. We got, March has a, oh, Doom versus Namor, supervillain team okay. up, dude. Excellent. But then in May, you get that giant size X-Men number one, baby. That's sick. Yeah, That's 75. The, Big year. That is the absolute heater. So once again, guys, we te- we touched on this book during our hundred greatest comic book countdown, and this book was huge because it introduced everyone to the X Men that everyone knows and loves. Yeah, this is like your real X Men almost because you get Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm, Colossus, Nightcrawler, um, Warpath, who kind of falls off. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> he, you know what I forgot about is he is in uh, X Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. For like a brief second. Yeah, I remember. I remember the little. It was. Is at the beginning. Yeah, it's like In right the at the beginning. Feature scene. Yeah, that's that. That's a, that's a good one. That's probably one of my favorites out of all of them. 
Here's a big thing I'm hoping. Like, first class was cool, but. Uh, are uh, there any stories from, I don't know how big of an X-Men fan you are, but are there any stories that you're hoping Marvel does with either the X-Men as a team or X-Men characters in as opposed to doing how many dark we've had dark Phoenix. We've had days of future past. We've had, um, Oh my gosh, whatever the apocalypse apocalypse. We've had the one about the cure. Like they've done a bunch of different. Yeah. They've hit most of the stories that I'm super into. Obviously like dark, the dark Phoenix runs one of my favorites, Chris Claremont. That's that's like late seventies. And I think it bleeds all the way into 1980 or either ends in 79 or 80. Um, they've obviously tried that two different times, but, um, yeah. I'm also like, I love the, the Frank Miller, Chris Claremont team up on the Wolverine story where he goes to Japan, which they've already done. Okay, so a lot yeah. of my favorites have already done. Even well, the one thing I liked about first class is that, um, it's kind of a, there's a little nod to X-Men number one, the original, the Jack Kirby one. Yeah. Uh, cause there's like nukes involved in stuff. Literally in the first X-Men book, Magneto's doing something with like a nuclear launch. And, and then it's the same thing with, um, what's his name? Kevin Bacon's character and the Cuban, they similar. tie in the Cuban missile crisis. That was kind of clever. And then he's wearing the Magneto helmet. So that was kind of reminiscent of that. So I just, they kind of cherry pick stuff. I'd say most of my favorite stories have already been done. Uh, and days of future past, another one that, I yeah. mean, that, the cover of the original Days of Future Past with the, the wanted, dude, oh, fucking or, or like eliminated posters. It's, that was that's one of the best with Wolverine and is it Rogue? It's uh, Kitty. Uh, oh, Wolverine and Kitty Pride. Yeah, who uh, Shadow Cat? Shadow Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the X Men are just, I think, the predominant team always in Marvel. When are we gonna get a Bedazzler movie? Or is it Dazzler? Dazzler, dude. yeah. They were honest to God. Fox was trying to make a Dazzler movie. <laughs> the Disco Queen, mm-hmm. dude. Who would play? Who would play Dazzler? Because that was cool about that Phoenix. We got intru- the Dark Phoenix run from the late seventies. We got introduced to Kitty Pryde's character, Shadowcat, and Daz- Dazzler. I mean, you the get- Dazzler cover is kind of cool. I'm trying to think of who I would have play dazzler that hasn't been like a superhero yet because i would say like margot robbie but she was all right that's what yeah. i was gonna say cara delavine who's that she plays the enchantress in suicide squad she sounds hot she is hot <laughs> um the enchantress i don't even remember that character i always saw the first suicide squad once okay yeah it's like the main bad guy oh the girl that's like a main bad guy I don't even remember at all. I rewatched it this morning. That's the only reason the that's hot one? on my mind. Yeah, dude. It's not good. And it has that dog shit Eminem song about the two trailer park girls around the outside, around the outside. <laughs> Fucking hate that song. <laughs> but moving away from X-Men and getting into another X-Men character, in June, we get the wedding of the one and only... Vision and Wanda. Oh, nice. That is so, huge and super relevant. I was going to say. That was a random year, folks. 1975. Giant Size Avengers number four was the wedding of the Scarlet Witch and the Vision. And that's really cool. Vision had only been around for a couple years at this point. Yeah, which is kind of crazy that they immediately made this weird love connection between the two characters. Is it because she has a red costume and he has a red face? I don't know, man. <laughs> there was just be... chemistry, you know. And I love, love at that first sight, dude, bro. In this thing, you get a nice little Dormammu yeah, that's coming sick. from the background, which I feel like we should have. One of my favorite um, panels is from I think it was maybe Avengers fifty seven, which I mentioned on last episode. Okay, and uh, 
there, it's like a cocktail party, and it's like all the Avengers just like chilling, and like Doctor Strange has a martini, oh, and they're I all just like the, they're all I just love, chopping it up. I like, love like cor- like silly covers like that from back in the day, or even like silly like panels where they're just like hanging out and you're like this is sick yeah and i love when they do like in the movies like in like avengers 2 when they're having like that little party at the and they're trying to lift the hammer yeah that's great one of the best scenes of all time and a very important scene because you know rogers eventually gets the hammer and were you at the did you watch that in the theater oh yeah did the whole crowd just like lose their shit because I went opening day, and like once he had the hammer, you could hear the whole crowd just go, "Oh, it was so awesome!" Like, man. W- oh, in Endgame, in Endgame, oh, oh, dude, the whole crowd, the crowd went goes nuts, nuts, dude. Yeah, yeah. like that. It's I moments go nuts like that. watching that by myself at home. I know. Oh, I've watched that fight scene from Endgame, like on Disney Plus, like six. Oh times. yeah, it's dude, forty-one minutes, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm watching forty-one minutes of this fight scene. I might cut it down to about. 30 minutes yeah. so I don't even have to do any of the funerals. I got 40 minutes. I, I was just go to it right when like he makes when he when Bruce Banner snaps the fingers and then And then it starts. Then yeah. It, then it's it's showtime, baby. Dude, that is that could be one of the best scenes in like cinematic. And everyone was just, everyone was so ready for it because this was all leading out. I mean, we waited what That's, over 10 years. It, exactly. Like we've been waiting for Steve Rogers to lift that hammer. <laughs> For five years. But even just the fight scene itself where everyone in the MCU shows up. Everyone. You know? It's it was literally like a comic book you nerd. Know, underrated dream. character from Endgame and all the other Marvel movies who I want to see come back is Valkyrie, man. Oh, I think Valkyrie is definitely yeah. I think she's gonna be a strong I think she maybe she shows up in that Loki show. She might show up in Loki show. I keep forgetting about that. That's coming in what, April? Is that or the May. next it is might that be April. the next show? Yeah, it's the next show. So yeah, it would be April or May, I think. April or May, because um, it's going to premiere. I think they're doing. It might be all from this point on. They're all like consecutive. So like as soon as um, if you're watching those shows, that you can just like watch all the way through, and it literally be like, all right, cool. Falcon Winter Soldier ends. Boom, I'm right on to like Loki show. Yeah, and uh, I know Owen Wilson is going to be on it, so that that show could be a hit because everyone loves Owen Wilson. Super man. excited about that. The only one I know I'm not looking forward to is uh, I'm not real hype on the What If. Oh yeah, I, I never even had interest in the books, man. Hundred uh, percent. Like this book means nothing. It, you might just like, end up confusing a lot of people. <laughs> like, it, well, I know with the show, they're just going to be, it's going to be a cartoon thing. It's just going to be kind of, I think it's just going to be like a silly, corny one. I think it will be their lowest rated show, though. Yeah. Okay, so real quick, getting back to 1975, there's some other good ones on here. This uh, Endless War, uh, Avengers number 133, um, it's uh, revealed how the ongoing intergalactic Kree Skull War started. So you got the Krees and you got the Skrulls. Versus, so that could be that's probably an interesting one, and that could they could probably even take this story and put it in the movie because we already got that. Uh, Wait, so what's the story again? It says uh, in this issue, uh, it's revealed how the ongoing intergalactic Kree Scroll War started. I never even knew that they feuded. Oh, that's yeah, that's like a huge. That's the whole reason for um, the Scrolls and everyone ever coming to planet Earth initially is because of the war, and Dude, basically and- the war being like a hot or Earth being like. A battlefront for the Kree Skrull War. Yeah, and then it says uh, it began when the Skrull uh, race held a competition between the primitive Kree and the aliens called the Chitari <laughs> from the fucking uh, Avengers, man. It's pretty sick. 
who uh, to see who was worthy to join them. So oh yeah, because the, the, the uh, Chitari you know shows up in the books too. Like that's awesome. Like, it's dude, it is insane how well they do at just pulling this shit from these books and kind of bringing it full circle in a very different roundabout way. We even got this in 1975. Uh, it's Captain America and the Falcon number 183 reclaiming the shield. Also Captain America getting the shield back. It says uh, Steve Rogers continued his new heroic identity as Nomad, which we talked about yeah. once because uh, he was in Secret Defenders. Uh, a young boy named Roscoe adopted Rogers' role as Captain America, but in this tale, uh, Captain America's greatest enemy, the Red Skull, resurfaced and killed the superhero. Shocked Damn. by the sight of the murdered Roscoe in Cap's uniform, Steve Rogers at last reclaimed his identity of Captain America. So he took a little break. And came Captain back. America always be quitting, dude. Yeah, because he's American, man, and that's how we live. That's the most American. That's thing the ever. most American. If you don't like something, just quit. Quit, dude. That's I why it's a free country. I believe I can, last I checked. <laughs> last I checked, free country, and America. I can quit. And that's how Captain America does, dude. Not in Ooh. wars. We so, keep wars going. going we just on? quit on <laughs> jobs. Oh yeah, we're not gonna quit this war. Come on. <laughs> uh, so July 1975. Beast joins the Avengers in Avengers oh, 137. Yeah, because this is when Giant Size X-Men came out. Yeah. You started getting all the original X-Men breaking away into other stuff because you got Beast joining Avengers. You I had never knew that. Wolverine joined up with some people. It was oh, Wolverine started doing solo stuff. Not Wolverine. Um Cyclops? Cyclops stayed in Giant Size. They started doing X Factor. Yeah, yeah. Which was like just the original crew, and they were starting to just do their own thing, basically. Yeah, um, it says that Beast was the first member of the X-Men to join another superhero team. I never knew that. That would make sense, though. Dude, Beast rips in the comics. He has never gotten a good on-screen representation. So, I don't know if this is the first appearance, but it says right here in August of 75... um, in a book called uh, Werewolf by Night, number 32. Encountered Moon Knight? A, Moon Knight. Mysterious, he encountered a mysterious enemy called Moon Knight. Um, this is the most Is eerily, it the first appearance? It doesn't say. This is the most eerily like important page to a lot of things. Yeah. Because I could see some something like adding Beast or a mutant into the Avengers being a way to help bring mutants into the forefront, as well as... Oscar Isaac's playing Moon Knight, baby, and he just got recorded doing some uh, little martial arts training. He's ready to jump out here. Moon Knight rips, dude. This is oh my god, dude. This is actually a pretty sick year. So then, moving on, my boy Doctor Strange. Always got to bring him up at least one once yeah. an episode. In uh, the Defenders, number twenty-seven. So um, the book, the book is for you. It's like we'll oh, always man. have a Defenders book or comic in there for sure. It's sick, and this is sounds like a cool story. Um, the Defenders have traveled to an alternate future in which they aided the Guardians of the Galaxy against Earth's conquerors, the alien brotherhood of the Badoon? Not I've heard of the Badoon. Badoon. Not familiar. Uh, new superhero Starhawk, whose body was composed of light energy, which he could manipulate at will. So kind of like, like Vision, basically. Uh, Starhawk was actually a, a composite being resulting from the physical merger of a mutant named... Uh, Stakar and his wife, Altia, whoever that is. But uh, yeah, that's pretty sick. I mean, teaming up with Guardians of the Galaxy, like that's pretty cool. And this is in the 70s, like no one really gave a shit about Guardians of the Galaxy back then, much like the Avengers, to be honest. 
Yeah, I mean, because like even like Star Lord didn't come into the picture. I think it's like the late nineties. Now, here's a big question: Do you think Marvel takes back the Defenders name from the awful, awful DC show, or not DC Netflix? Or that show. Netflix show? Um, probably not, but we'll see. I could see it maybe uh, do another fucking uh, Disney Plus series. Disney Plus series. Just like a little six-episode heater. I mean, as long as Na- as long as uh, Namor doesn't show up, uh, we're cool. I'm honestly going to be completely content if I never see Namor in the Marvel Universe. This Defender's kind of cool. Namor, I don't think Namor's even in this uh, Defender's number 27. It looks like just Hulk and um, Doctor Strange and then this dude Starhawk, whoever the hell he is. Hell yeah, dude. That's a way cooler lineup. I just think Namor sucks, dude. Dude, so then we have also in 75, we'll wrap this up pretty soon here, but Amazing Spider-Man number 149, uh, a biologist named Miles Warren succeeds in cloning Peter Parker's girlfriend, Gwen Stacy. Oh my God, is that the Jackal? Yeah, yeah, dude. And you know so this stuff is, over here. Yeah, this is probably... Well, the Jackal is highly known for... One of the worst Spider-Man stories ever, which is Spider-Man the Clone Saga, which is when the Jackal actually clones Peter Parker, becomes Ben Riley, and it was essentially Marvel trying to restart the whole Spider-Man. They're always trying to get Spider-Man back to being 14. Is the problem because that's when he works the best, is when he's like 16 years old, yeah, and he's like a smart ass, not when he doesn't have like rent to pay, yeah, when he like grows up, he just becomes like a sad fucking loser, no one cares about him. So, this was there. Are you taking the pictures of Spider Man real cool, buddy? Yeah, we know, dude, you're Spider Man, you've been (laughs) taking pictures of Spider Man for like 20 years now, dude. He's just a friend, I swear, yeah, he's just my buddy. (laughs) And the whole thing failed and eventually just went back to like the exact status quo. But yeah, the Jackal is like a gnarly character that was a geneticist that becomes like mutated. Uh, what the Jackal? Yeah, yeah. But it's all apparently this Gwen Stacy clone returns twenty years later. Whoa! Because <laughs> remember, she's dead. She ends up dying, and then it's like, oh, there's isn't there another Gwen Stacy line around here somewhere? Yeah, I thought we I, had, know, I thought we made two of these. I could have swore I had a spare. <laughs> I thought. What if when Gwen Stacy died the first time? They were like, guys, don't even worry. We cloned her. We have another Gwen Stacy. <laughs> don't even look for the body. Marvel Boy returns in Fantastic Four number 164, which also came Who the out in 1975. Marvel Boy? I don't know. What's he look he like? He was from the 50s, apparently. So, mm. uh, so you have like a dumb 50s costume? There's no picture. Not pictured. Well, they do also mention here in June of 75, Giant Size Invaders number one. Are you familiar with the Invaders? Invaders is... So it's like the timely comics, like old school team up of Captain America, Bucky Barnes, uh, Human Torch, Toro, Submariner, and The Wizard. And Miss America, apparently. But here, they got a picture of it. You got the old school Bucky Barnes. And it seems like they kind of revamped this from the 40s. I love that two of the characters in this just look the exact same. It looks like two Human Torches. Is it two? They might be two Human Torches. Or Toro? Is that the other... The El Toro is probably just the Spanish Human Torch. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. Uh, 1975, pretty solid. Uh, Howard the Duck comes up in 1976. Are you a Howard the Duck fan? Dude, I do love... I've never seen... What I've always wanted to watch is the original Howard the Duck movie. Oh man, it's 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 a it's is good it, for it's good for a laugh for I've sure. Heard, yeah, I've heard it's pretty brutal, but like it I'm is fun though that it takes place in Cleveland. 
Does it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's her name? Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, she's like a rock star. She's like a Cleveland musician. She like plays clubs and she lives in some like badass studio apartment downtown. So I like that part of it. That was kind of cool. And the as a rock star in Cleveland, the best she could do was to fuck a duck. Fuck a duck and play the Agora. And that's about it. Damn, they played the Agora? <laughs> it's something like that. It was a big ballroom. I don't fucking know. Um, but I actually, I kind of want to watch that. And let's do a little... I got to find it on a streaming service. I'm sure it's somewhere. Yeah, which I'm sorry. I already forgot what we were talking about. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Uh, yeah, I saw it on something. I can't remember what. But I'm going to try and find it, see if I can watch Howard the Duck for next Monday, maybe. Yeah, I've watched most of it. It's cool because he's from you know he's from another planet. He's from yeah. like a planet of ducks, basically. Oh, you see duck breasts in the movie? Hell yeah, dude. Some, 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 some duck titties. Duck titties, bro. That's what I fuck with the most. You come for the Cleveland... Uh, time, time and place, and then you stay for the duck titties. I, I'm already into this movie. And wasn't George Lucas involved? Yeah, well, I think it might have been like Industrial Light and Magic to do the yeah. very top of the line special effects. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. And Howard the Duck is back, dude. He's in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I'm from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's, right? in, he's been in two of them. Oh, he showed up twice? I just remember the one. He's in the first one with the collector. Yeah. And then he's at that bar that the Ravengers are at in the second one. That's right. Was that an after credit scene too? No, that was during, that was during the movie. Yeah. It was Sylvester Stallone. Dude. They were going to make a Ravengers movie and Ving Rhames too, right? Ving Rhames was in it, yeah. yeah weren't they, I th- they were talking about doing something with them. I think they were talking about it, but if anything, I'd rather a Ravengers show. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, sorry guys, I know you're all big names, but you're doing a TV show. This It's not just a TV show. It's a high-end one. Yeah, but you know, I feel like you get those older actors in Hollywood. I think like someone like Robert De Niro is the perfect example. It's like you get some, you just want to work, and yeah. who cares if it's good or bad? And to a be lot honest. of times too, it's like if it's a fun thing that like people fucking like, it's like cool, dude. At least I'm a part of something fun and cool again. Like you want to reclaim that joy you had when you were in the big franchise, yeah. or you were in the movie that everyone was talking about. It's like cool. No one was talking about a uh, bad grandpa. No one cared. Dude, yeah, like, he's been in some weird stuff. De Niro, like I said, perfect example. He just wants to work in, um, you know, the entertainment industry in general. It, it can be, I'm sure it's tremendously stressful, but at the same time, it's like, dude, there's nothing funner than making a movie, you know? Yeah. They say, like, it's like, even your worst day on the movie set is better than your best day at any other job. A hundred percent. Because you get to play you're, dress up and play fucking, make-believe. Yeah, you're play in a make-believe. movie, dude. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Don't make this so serious. Yeah, it's uh, and like I get turning down bad scripts. You're like, oh yeah, I don't want my name on that. But it's like if you just want to work and like maybe you can even just laugh at yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, it's... make make that crappy rom com. Who gives a shit? <laughs> just go ahead and do it, man. Just do it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> but, You're gonna love the money. <laughs> hey, thank you everyone to listening to Comics Corner today. Uh, make sure you go follow us at patreon.com backslash threads and dreads and on Instagram at threads and dreads pod. As always, thank you so much to Sean for coming through. Thank you guys for listening to Comics Corner. Uh, We will have three mics next time you hear us. Oh, yeah. It'll probably be for Be Better on Thursday. Okay. Yeah? Nice, dude. Let's do it. excited. And we're going to have some intro music, too. Ooh, intro music, more mics. It's getting official out here. (laughs) Referee with a whistle. Uh, Thank you always to Fuego Fermentation, Hot Sauce Kings of Cleveland. Go follow them on Instagram. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.